Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and all the rest of you uh, slobbering masses out there who listen to us. I, God knows why. Uh, this is Eat Sleep Podcast Repeat, episode 65. Ooh. Yeah. FM 99 and the Fox's first and only WWE wrestling podcast. And uh, I am, as usual, well, not recently, but yeah. I, I'm Sean Hood, and across me is Dave Taylor. Well, I'm usually Dave Taylor, and usually Sean Hood. Right. So yeah. as every once in a while, I've been in, I'll be Enrique Montalban, and uh, every once in a while, he'll be Thunderlips Kissface. Yes. And, uh, you know, just those are our weird names. And uh, we call them ourselves in that private, and we wear our fancy outfits, and that's none of your business but ours. Anyways. Moving right along. Don't ask me. I've had a lot of sugar this morning. <laughs> so <laughs> we are, uh, d- d- again, a wrestling podcast, and you can find us lots of different ways, including on FM99.com and 1069thefox.com, right under the media tab. Just click ESPR right there. It links you right to our most recent episode, and you can direct you right to our SoundCloud. And speaking of SoundCloud, you can find us on most of your major podcast apps, including SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn, uh, other stuff. I don't know the names of all of them. There's a bunch of them. But just search ESPR makes it nice and easy. You can also follow us, interact with us in lots of ways. Facebook.com slash ESPR99 on the Twitter at ESPR99 and email us at ESPR at FM99.com. Uh, tune in. Did you say tune in? I did. I, th- I think I did. I'm pretty I, sure. I, I you did. said Stitcher and iTunes. I, they, they, I think I said SoundCloud, iTunes, and tune in. Okay. I, could, I don't know. Dave, it's there in the recording. Well, Regardless, well, it's well, been well, said <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, so we've covered it That's now. all that matters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Off to a hot start here. Uh, you know, some things happen this week. Uh, really so, not a, you know, it's not a major week just because it's not a go-home for anything, and it's not a preview, or, or it's not a review of anything. But, but there was a big independent show. Yeah, I guess. Um, wow, well, you you and I differ on, on, on this. Uh, you a know, little bit. Yeah. A little bit. We, uh, we do have a bit of a difference of opinion on this show. Um, we'll talk about that. It was all in. It, it happened over the weekend, and we'll, we'll discuss that at least, at least a bit yeah. um, and see what we, uh, what we liked, what we didn't like, and overall thoughts of the show. But we're also uh, going to take a look at the week that was in wrestling in WWE, and uh, there was a lot of it. So it's kind of a full week. <laughs> so like we're going to give you we're going to give you the highs of the highs of WWE because yeah. we just don't have time for everything. Because I mean, really, who wants to talk about three hours of Raw? So, with that said, I guess we get right into the news. And with the news, not much of it this week. Only a couple of things, really. Uh, we've had another match announced for Evolution for the pay per view. The women, the female. All women pay-per-view. I don't know how to say it for some reason. And uh, it's going to be Mickey James versus, coming out of retirement, which, wow, uh, Lita. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of blown away that Lita is going to be coming out of retirement for a match at Evolution. You know, what I, what I like about this is that these two can now wrestle how they want to wrestle because, you know, it's gone to the DVD days, gone to the time. Well, you got five minutes. You better make something happen. If they even had five minutes back then. Yeah. They can now, you know, hopefully they get a 10-minute match and – let them show what they could do. I'm a little disappointed by how these have been announced, though, because it's like just we got a you know release online that said, "Hey, Trish Trash, she's get back. She's gonna wrestle Alexa Bliss. Hey, Lita's coming out of retirement. She's gonna wrestle Mickey James. Make yeah. a big deal out of this." Yeah, the Trish one was disappointing, and what they did. The on- Lita one's disappointing. This one, she hasn't wrestled in a long, well, long well, time. You, yeah, just to wear a rumble. That was it. Yeah, I mean, she hasn't wrestled a singles match in a long time for WWE. And, I can't remember. Uh, yeah, uh, like since her run with Edge when she lost the title and retired. That's right. I, oh, that's God. the last time. Yeah, they should be a much bigger deal than it is, especially considering the kind of fan favorites that she and Trish were. Why are they not in some kind of program that reasonably makes them come back to the ring for Evolution? Like, I get it. It's kind of a one-off. And even if they'd done this with one of them, I'd be griping less because I'm fine with them just kind of announcing some special matches for the show and things like that. 
But, like, we couldn't get something with Trish to set up the Alexa Bliss thing. I mean, I get it. She's kind of with Ronda Rousey, so maybe you don't want to take the attention away from that. However, couldn't we get something with Mickey and Lita? I mean, Lita's not doing anything other than announcing sometimes. And Mickey is just a, a, a henchman. Yeah, yeah. I mean, however, you know, if there's a beatdown or somebody or somebody like, you know, even the odds, oh, Lita yeah. comes out, hey, you know what? We got some unfinished business from years ago. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Trish and Mickey James go at it one more time, but I'll take Lita and Mickey James. Right. Because they, they had a great feud years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, that's cool news. That's cool news. And uh, staying in that same vein of just, you know, uh, I mean, I guess it's not the same vein. I'm thinking women's wrestling, but this involves that to a degree, is the announcement of the Mixed Match Challenge Season 2. Yeah. We're going to get that. That was a lot of fun last year uh, on Facebook Watch, which was annoying. But, um, you know, we watched it. Yeah. And, again, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. They announced the uh, teams, and we've got, uh, let's see, Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman. So Team Little Big is back. Yes. <laughs> uh, Alicia Fox and Jinder Mahal. I don't know how I feel about that. It, it was uh, Jinder cut like a like a promo, like they had a video of all of them, and it wasn't bad. I kind of like what they've done with his character. I, I'm kind of enjoying that. You're not digging it at all. Mm. I mean, I guess I guess it's something. It's a character, at least. It's a character. Um, but it's a really corny, awful character. Like this is a <laughs> corny. You want to talk about a. a Borderline racist, racist shtick. I mean, this is this is pretty dumb. This is pretty stupid. Uh, that, that's what it's been for the last year or so. Yeah, but there's one thing to playing the angle of like of being proud of who he is and people hating him for that reason and like because of his xenophobic tendencies and whatnot. There's there's one thing too that there's a deeper storytelling there that even though I don't think they did it well, I appreciate that effort more than all right. Let's just make him a stereotypical Indian guy. Like that's just boring to me. That that's the and this does not like dude was world champion. This is not world champion level stuff. This is mid card comedy. Yeah, but you, but you just don't. I mean, he's not completely jobbing out. I mean, he you know he's winning some matches here and there. I mean, you know. Yes. Um. Anyways, I'm not a big fan of it, but it, I'm not a big fan of gender, so I don't care. Uh, Kevin Owens and Natalia. That's kind of an interesting pairing. Yeah, that is. That is. I'm, I'm wondering what that's going to be like. Uh, Bailey and Finn Balor. So that's that's you know good for them. Yep. Bobby Lashley and Sasha Banks. That's quite the team. That is. That is. That is be uh, fun. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I want to see. I count I'm, Out of all the teams, I might be the most interested to see them together. Um, AJ Styles and Charlotte Fair. Flair? Fair. <laughs> AJ Styles and Charlotte Flair. Do that one again. Yeah. Uh, not Bobby Roode this time. No. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay yeah, with he's, that. He's busy with um, what's-his-face now in Raw. Sure. Yeah. Mojo? No, not Mojo. No, he's uh, teamed he? up with. Uh, oh, Gable. Gable, the Chad yeah, Gable. Chad yeah, Gable. Hey, Chad Gable was the highlight of Raw wrestling wise. At least, at, le- <laughs> at least this week he's teamed up with Chad Gable. Yeah. I, I when I we'll talk about that later. I yeah. Just, mm. uh, the Miz and Oscar. That's great. Oscar. That's going to be so good. I'm I'm really looking forward to them back as a team. Our uh, Truth and Carmella. Uh, which, That'd be interesting. That will be to say the least. <laughs> Uh, Jimmy Uso and Naomi and Rusev and Lana. So yeah. some teams we're familiar with yep. and some teams we're not so familiar with. So it's a nice little mix, and we'll get to see how that works. But, again, these matches were so much fun every week. I, most of them were pretty good. There's a couple that weren't great, but I'm looking forward to this. And, Almost uh, none of them were, like, five-star matches. You know? No. They didn't happen no. in the Tokyo Dome, so they're not going to be five-star <laughs> matches. But... Uh, they they were almost all fun matches. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy I, that. I, I did I did, I did enjoy it. I mean, it did kind of play up the angle a little bit with Oscar, you know, defeating Charlotte's team at the end there. Then of course, you know, at WrestleMania that didn't mean anything. And no, I mean nothing at all. I would have preferred Oscar lose there and win at uh 
at uh, WrestleMania. Out here. WrestleMania. Yeah. That would have been more my speed, but whatever, I guess. Um, nobody cares what I want to see, I guess. So, yeah, that's uh, that's really it for the news. There's not a lot going on unless you've got something else. Uh, yeah, well, Joey Mercury, before the all-in pay-per-view event, was arrested. Oh. Um, to, yeah, so he missed because he's been a big part of, um, you know, of putting this event together. And uh, he ended up being arrested the uh, morning of the event. Right. Apparently found him uh, sleeping in his car outside the uh, hotel. Interesting. I wonder what... Uh... What brought that about? Yeah. Well, when the police ran a background test and it was discovered, he had an outstanding warrant for uh, out for him in Orange County, and he's taken right into custody. So mm, that's rough. Yeah. So he's been it, one of those guys who's kind of, at least on appearances, turned his life around. Yeah. Yeah. After some real bad issues with uh, with prescription drugs and other things. So yep. that's that's. I hope I hope that it turns out to be something minor and it gets resolved and everything's okay. I hope so. He was uh, going to produce the pre-show battle royal, so that was his part in the show. Ah, well. He didn't do that. No, he didn't. Um, so, yeah, that happened. And then, uh, actually, I guess we should also bring this up, Jason Sensation. Did you hear about that? Yep. Yeah, During we, Monday Night Raw. Yeah, we talked about that a couple of weeks ago with um, that just a weird, weird, yeah. you know, trying to be funny. Or I, I guess. That's, I don't know. Not funny. I saw the news break earlier this week about it, and it's just like, what is happening with that guy? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, so that was uh, really it for wrestling uh, news this week. Not, not a whole lot of that, so we'll skip this. Take a quick break and be right back to dive into uh, the week that was and all in and, oh God, there's so much. (laughs) Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms, or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting DaveDynasty.com. Be good, be safe, and keep on growing. And we're back. And it's time for us to go all in. I don't know how to. There's got to be. We don't have a sound effect for it, so there you go. We'll get some independence music. Since there you go. Something. That works. Um, so yeah, we got uh, lots of stuff going on. Um, it was a big show. I mean, it felt big. I'll say that it did, felt big. Did you watch the the pre-show? No. See, see I, I I did. I did not. I did not. Um, you know, and I thought like. Uh, you know, not to compare because I thought there were some like production elements that like were fine, but then some of it that it came off as not like perfect. They had some audio issues a little mm-hmm. bit. I thought some of the segments, like the interview uh, segment with like Kenny Omega, like went like too long. You know, and then a lot of it was hyped, you know, for pro wrestling tees. You know, which hey, they just got no to kidding. Something with Kenny Omega went too long. <laughs> You're kidding. Uh, so it, it, some of it was like I, it was a commercial for the pay per view, but also commercial for a lot of the product too. But that's probably helped mm-hmm. pay for. I'm gonna, you know, what, I'm gonna say actually one thing throughout the night that kind of didn't work for me was the promotion for so many different other event or other promotions inside of the show, and I kind of get it but to a degree. It's, I like the idea of these guys coming together, different promotions coming together and putting on these this big super show. I like that, but at the same time, I kind of li- I kind of want all in to be in its own bubble. I don't want I don't want them to be telling storylines from other promotions that. Like, cause it, it didn't. Okay, well, like for one of the matches, we'll just say um, somebody attacks somebody after the match to set up something completely unrelated to All In. Yeah, yeah. This and it was just set like set up a cruise. Yeah, yeah. To set up a cruise <laughs> that we're nobody, most of us aren't going to be able to see. You know, I, I just don't understand the logic there. I, I don't know. I don't well, know. I, I I think part of it is 
is that you you know these these groups with the, you know they're they're going all in on this you know Ring of Honor yeah, in New it. Japan and it's like well you know what we're not a league of so we're not an organization of sorts we're just you know all in is it it's just it's a group of all these guys so it's a super show right and, and so so well, I'm fine with them addressing things that are happening in these other promotions kind of selling it and whatnot but again I don't want it I don't want that those I don't want those storylines to be furthered. In the ring and stuff like that. Like, I want the matches to be the match. Now, if the match itself is a match that has to do with that storyline, like if they took two guys that are from Ring of Honor and they're having a match at All In and they're in the middle of a storyline, that's one thing. But I don't want you to interject into what's happening on All In with your storyline that's unrelated from something else. That, that to me, was not – I didn't love that Well, part. but that was the part with, with Jericho and coming that's, out. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. but I, I I was fine with that. I mean, I, now, I, I didn't like it because, again, no, no, nobody's going to see it. <laughs> nobody's going to see it. He'll, he'll sell, he'll sell a, a, a DVD. It, it was I'm weird. not buying a DVD. <laughs> it was weird to see him in the non-WWE ring for the in, in the U.S. for the first, for the first time, time in, yeah, like, what, time. 20, almost 20 years or so. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, we'll start off. Uh, I mean, really, I'm not going to talk about every match in the no. show. Uh, I, I, w- I do want to mention Stephen Amell uh, versus Christopher Daniels. Uh, Arrow, if you're not familiar with Stephen Amell. Um, good reviews. Good. Uh, the guy put in work. Yeah. I'm going to give him a lot of credit for putting in some work. You know, I thought when he did the match a couple years ago with uh, with Stardust, you know, mm-hmm. Cody, I, I thought that was for a guy who didn't really wrestle much, but obviously very athletic. Oh yeah, um, I thought I thought he did great. He yeah. did, you know, wasn't just you know wasn't the guy wasn't and no offense to like Marina, uh, the, the girl Manus, uh, Maria, Muna, Mar- Maria Menunos. Yeah, yeah. No offense, she's terrible. It's fine. And, and, and you know, but somebody to come in like he, you, you can love it and still be bad at it. It's just the way life is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he he comes off more legit. Yeah, and, he, and, he he definitely seems like he's more he's got more of a knack for it. he he's already better. Than a lot of people I see on the independents. Yeah, yeah. And, and and Maria like is obviously a fan and a big part of it. It's just right. you know, it's just a matter of. But this uh, is where it's like everybody has a role. Maria's is not in the ring. Yeah, you know I get it. She's a celebrity, so we give her that spot sometimes. But if she was hired by WWE, that would not be her spot. Well, she'd also have probably more time in the train. I'm sure you know. Oh, for sure. But I just like she. But she seems to have an awkwardness to her, and a, and a, not necessarily the timing and stuff. I'm not sure yeah. that she'd ever develop. Some people don't. They just don't develop it. And it's like that's where you find out they're better served as commentators or interviewers or announcers. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I mean, she's an important part of, of a figurehead you know, for that group, for what she does for right. the WWE. Just as a wrestler. Well, at one point, work. she talked about how she wanted to wrestle for them, for WWE, one of, the, yeah. one of the matches they did with her, the tag match or whatever. And they didn't really take it seriously. And she went off and did her own training for a while. Yeah, and so like she had time to train. Let's not say she didn't have time to train. She did. Well, is she? Oh, is she the one that came that ha- was injured from Dancing with the Stars and wrestled with the injury? Because that might have been part know. of it too. I, I think she had like the broken ribs or something, remember. and she still wrestled. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Uh, but you know, nice to see Jerry Lynn, by the way, involved in that because he's a guy who's retired. But mm-hmm. you know, nice to see him making an appearance in that match as well. Yeah, it was cool. And and I, one thing I did kind of like was that you know there was it wasn't a foregone conclusion the celebrity was winning, and he didn't. Yeah. I yeah, I, cool. I, I like that because I kind of yeah. wish that happens more. I do too. It bums me out because these celebrities show up, and I mean, you know, people always say it, celebrities don't show up to lose. I get that, you know, to a degree, I get that you're trying to watch your star power and this, that, and the other thing, and you want to have hype coming out of it. I, I think, I think the catch is this: if you can go out there and do really well, you don't need to win. Yeah, but it, if you can go out there and stink up the joint, then I guess you got to win. You know, to have at I, least I, that I headline. Snooky, but yeah. Um, well, you know what? Snooky <laughs> actually did what she's supposed to do, and she did it all right. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna give her credit for that. She did okay. Um, there have been a few celebrities over the past that I've seen, and I've been pleasantly surprised by what they did. I was horribly disappointed in Hugh Jackman for supporting Zack Ryder. Um, 
That was weird. That was really weird. Although I will say that right hand he gave Dolph Ziggler looked like he knocked the crap. Yeah, well, well that was, but that was a different time for Zach when he was, you know, they're they're building him up, but then they right, he was on the rise. Yeah, completely yeah. derailed that. Yeah, well, Zach's not great. Um, you know, so again, M- ML loses, which was kind of cool. Yeah, but again, he worked hard and he did a good job, and he took some crazy, some crazy uh, risks. Yeah, I was impressed. I was impressed. That match was pretty good. Um, I'm going to talk about this. Is my, my my opinion? I thought it was the best match of the night, or my favorite match. I shouldn't say best, but my favorite match of the night was the uh, four way: Britt Baker, Madison Rain, Chelsea Green, and Tessa Blanchard. I mean, it was a little rough in spots, but I thought these women busted their asses in this match. Yeah, and they put on a really, really good match. Tessa Blanchard getting the win. She's one of those people I I really wish WWE hadn't passed on. Yeah, because she did the tournament last year, right? The, the May Young tournament, yeah, I the classic. So, yeah. and, and then that was it. And I, I don't now know. She's in TNA. Well, she just signed a deal. Yeah, yeah, and she signed a, a I guess whatever for whatever their terms are for a long term deal. And I just you know whenever I see that I'm like ah no I was hoping for something good for you. I mean don't get me wrong, steady work is good, but I was hoping she'd have a bigger stage with a better company as far as you know more. I guess the wrestling fans don't crap on so much, you know, because it's just I don't it, I don't see Impact raising her stock. No, well, I could it, be wrong, well, but I don't see. I it mean, happen. she did sign with Wild Wrestling, yeah, as well. So, yeah. so I, well, the I, advantage is while you're wrestling for Impact, you can wrestle for other people. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, there is that. So, so you know, but but, maybe, but I was hoping she'd maybe you know be big in Japan or something, you know, something yeah. along those lines. Not not Impact, but what are you gonna do? I would have liked to have seen her uh, show up on the next season of Lucha Underground. That would have been nice. Yeah. She still could, technically, because right now Impact is Lucha Underground, except <laughs> not done as well. So, I mean, yeah. there's 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 that. So, I guess it's entirely possible she shows up there and uh, wrestles in that season. Maybe she did last season. I haven't I haven't really followed it. I didn't follow last season as much. I got to I gotta catch up on it. I'm a little behind, but yeah. it's always been good. Um, yeah, the women were were fantastic. I thought they I thought they killed it. Um, up next, you had... Oh, what, yeah, uh, Cody Rhodes and Cody Nick Aldis. Rhodes and, hold on. No, we're going to read everybody that was out there, Dave. Okay? We had Nick Aldis with Jeff Jarrett, Sean Davari, Sam Shaw, and Tim Storm versus Cody Rhodes with Brandy Rhodes and the American Nightmare family, which is like 40 people or something. I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it's just too many people. Ugh. So, First of all, you, you don't like this. I, You know, the match was fine, but it wasn't great, and I didn't like the finish. Because I'm looking at because the joke happened in my head. I saw Jeff Jarrett come out with the guy who's the NWA champion, and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna get some kind of schmanzy finish here. We're gonna get some kind of you know uh, over overdone fit." Hey, what do you know? We got a Jeff Jarrett TNA special. That's exactly what the ending was, and that's what happened so many times in TNA that soured me. Was you'd have this really good match, and then you'd end it on a crappy note, a Jeff Jarrett finish, and I just didn't enjoy it, and. Uh, uh, it oh, just didn't. It, it it ended up, it ended up not feeling like the big moment it should have for me. Like it was overbooked. Yeah, it ended well, up feeling like it wasn't that big. I, for I'll, me. I'll give you that when like when Brandy uh, came out and, and you know and receipt took an elbow drop. Right. You, you know, I wasn't crazy. I, I don't always like you know nowadays with this woman taking spots for men in a certain way, which. Kind of drove me a little bit crazy from the Battle Royal, though that one lady was very impressive in that Battle Royal. Right. But um, but it's like you had Nick Aldis out there who's a talented dude. Yeah. You have Cody Rhodes out there who's proved he's an immensely talented dude. Yeah. These uh, guys could have gone out there and wrestled a five-star match. I, I, I did like Cody in this match, though, because this is but a Cody side. Cody was good. Where it's like, you know, like you denied us this in the WWE because you had to push, you know, all these certain things or whatever, right. you know, with, and it's like, no, this guy can go. Oh, for sure. And I thought, and Cody was good. I'm not taking anything away from those two guys. 
I just don't like the way this was handled. Again, there's so many things. DDP's diamond cutting people, and you've got there's so much happening that is not vital to the match. The match itself could have sold itself. I didn't need 40 other people out there being involved and do. It's just I don't need all that nonsense. And it, you know, and it kills me because the NWA Championship match, you know, we'll just put it on third or fourth or something. I, I, I just wonder, because as we find out later on, and we'll discuss about it, I wonder, it's like, okay, we're going to give you guys as much time as you need or whatever to tell the story, and that way you're not rushed at the end. That's what right, but again, match. but here's the thing. You say, we're going to give you this much time. They got about 20 minutes, which really isn't that much time. It's fine. Um, I mean, it's a decent amount of time for, for a bigger match. It's, it's fine, right? Yeah. But So you get 20 minutes, but 20 minutes with all this other crap crammed inside of it. So it's really not a full 20 minutes for the guys working in the ring. It just I don't know. I, I didn't care for it. I didn't care for it. This is something I was hoping we wouldn't see uh, in in a lot of this, and we ended up seeing it. Um, you had a street fight that came up. Uh, Hangman uh, Page. Yeah, Page winning. Yeah, and I eh, I didn't. I didn't I, it, it, you know, it's not it's, it's an indie level street fight, and I didn't think it was any more like yeah, intense than yeah. what I've been seeing in WWE. I think I think Takeover has done them better. You know, with the street fights and stuff. With the Gargano matches. And, yeah, uh, I you know, meh, yeah. Uh, uh, Black Machismo for Jay Lethal versus Flip Gordon for the Ring of Honor Championship. That, that was a problem I had with the, the Battle Royal because Flip Gordon won the Battle Royal, and yeah. this was kind of like obvious because he got. You uh, know who's winning? Because yeah, because he took the power bomb through the table, and I'm like, and later in the match, like, oh, he's still out there. He never got eliminated. He's going to win this thing. I don't know who this guy is, and then mm-hmm. he takes off the mask. Oh, and it's like okay. Uh, then you had Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Junior. Um, yeah, they're not going with Pent- Pentagon Dark or Pentagon yeah. whatever he calls Miedo or whatever he calls himself. He has different names that he uses in different areas and different promotions and whatnot, but Pentagon Jr. is what we all know him as. Anyways, they had the match. Uh, really, this was, this was a really good match between these two guys. I mean, how could it not be? Pentagon and Kenny Omega are two of the best wrestlers on the planet right yeah. now. So, I mean, absolutely great match. Um, the, the only, and So, bell to bell, I really liked this one. This was up there with the women's match. For Those me. power drivers are pretty sick. Oh, I know. I know. I, they, they would never I, fly in WWE. No, right? no, no. I mean, There's a reason why they don't do them anymore. I, I, was, just, I was just, just, holy crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who you telling? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I cringe when I see them sometimes because you're just like, oh, God, how is he not crippled? Oh, geez. Yeah, because yeah, I worry for guys like Kenny Omega, you know, and this is one of the things, dude? too. Yeah. yeah. Because... You know, when these guys, they, they go hard in the independent scenes. I mean, the WWE yeah. has toned it down. I know people complain about it, but you get longer careers. I mean, look how long mm-hmm. John Cena's career has lasted because of the style that he wrestles. Yeah. You know, is Kenny going to be able to go in 10 years, you know, five years at this Well, pace? Kenny's already in his, what, mid-30s? So I'm not sure he's going to need to at that point. I don't know. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like he's in his, well, maybe early 30s. He's 34. He's going to be 30, so 35 in October. Yeah, yeah, so he's right about mid-30s. So I mean, he really doesn't need to go for 10 more years, maybe four or five at this point. And I think he'll he'll call it a career. Unless he, or, or just change the style because that's, that's I mean, that's just, possible too. It's, it's entirely it's possible. It's a brutal style. It was a great match, but, man, this is brutal as hell. Yeah. But, I mean, you look at guys like AJ Styles and stuff who did that all their lives. He's 39 now. Yeah. Or 40. And, he turn 40? Uh, he's up there. I mean, I mean he, and he's been wrestling some of the better stuff. And, and you know, and he's oh, wrestling. AJ Styles has been. Year, 41. 41. He's been year-round the best performer in the world. Yeah. You know, and I mean, and he and he even still wrestles kind of a stiff style, you know, to a degree, especially depending on who he's in there with. Yeah, uh, well, like we, him and Joe were laying into each <laughs> yeah. other, you know. And Joe's but, another one of those guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think part of that too is some of these guys are good friends, 
So they're going to, you know, they're not going to take it easy on each other because I think it's a trust factor. Right. And AJ, you know, Joe, I would say trust each other. Nobody's going to potato somebody. But if I'm sure if there is a potato, there's going to be a receipt. Oh, of course. <laughs> without a doubt. Anyways, good match. Um, it ended with... Um, your favorite part. Yeah, the lights go out. <laughs> I mean, it was a cool moment. And if this yeah. was taking place on another, like, all-in type event they were going to do, I'd be more about it. But the lights go out, and Pentagon gets up and assaults Kenny Omega... And then he hits him with a code breaker, and everybody realizes it's Jericho. I, this sounds kind of mean, but it's 100% true. Jericho's a little portly these days, and that kind of helped him appear to be Pentagon Jr., because Jr.'s kind of a thick dude. When I saw the video at first, I was like, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Hey. Yeah, because Jericho, <laughs> Jericho not as slim and trim as he no, used to be. No. So it's, uh, He's got the dad bod going yeah, on. Yeah, so. a little bit of dad bod. Um, but, uh, I mean, he did the beat down, and then, he, and then he tells Kenny, I'll see you on the Jericho cruise. What? Like, I mean... But then this is your next match. I get it. It's the next match. But nobody is going to see it. I don't care he's, about he's the selling Jericho tickets. Cruise. Is, is the cruise sold out? Probably. It probably sold out five minutes after it went on sale. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. But these sort of things tend to tend to sell, you know, nowadays with uh, crazy internet wrestling fans everywhere. Dave's trying to find out if it's sold out as we speak. And I'm sure you're right. They'll probably release a DVD or something like that later. But I'm yeah. not buying a DVD, Dave. <laughs> it's 2018. I want to stream whatever I'm watching. Can, can still book it. You can still book it? Yeah. Okay. How much is it? Oh, I got to fill out all this crap. That's not how oh, Okay. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. That's two. Oh, oh, here's some pricing. Oh, some pricing. Okay, good. How much is it, Dave? Um. Wow. Okay. Now, some things are sold out, like the cheaper ones. But if it's like. No kidding. Yeah. If you're, if you're going by yourself, the cheapest uh, ticket for an interior is uh, $1,351. Wow! Now, if you want a family penthouse by yourself, hope you got like six grand. Um, Seven seventy-five for two guests for an interior on, on decade. That's for I guess per wait, person. Wait, wait, wait. So, okay, yeah, I was just saying it can't be less than it's the- price per person. Okay, that's insane. Yeah, thirteen hundred. <laughs> you get out of here, Jericho and Kenny Omega for thirteen hundred dollars. That no, no. I mm, o- Ocean View nine fifty a person. I don't care for, for two people. This dumb, dumb. Anyways, I didn't like it because, again, I wanted All In to be kind of its own little bubble and not be promoting shows that I'm not going to be able to see. Add 225 per person for taxes and fees. Add how much? This isn't Ticketmaster. Add $225 per person for taxes and fees. So that $1,300 becomes $1,500, yeah. Holy crap. Get that. This is why I work four jobs, but I'm Jericho, not. Jericho, you just made the list. <laughs> yeah. That's ridiculous. That's nonsense. <laughs> God Almighty. Anyways, all right. Um. Mm, mm, okay. Uh, aside from that, again, great match. I'm not going to take away from it. Uh, next, you had Kazuchika Okada uh, versus Marty Skrull, and good match. Really good match. Good selling. Some good storytelling in it and whatnot. I'm um, not going to take anything away from it. I wasn't emotionally invested really, just because I don't really care too much about either guy. Yeah. I've never really. Okada's a great wrestler, don't get me wrong. It's just never really clicked with me, you know, as far as as far as Okada being I don't know. I, I just I never get invested in the dude. I don't know why. But he's a great wrestler. I'm not gonna take anything away from him. Um and after that, they closed the show with I kind of thought this was a mistake. Um I would have closed it with Kenny Omega and Pentagon, I think, because those two just I mean, they had the they had the name. Or, 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 the, the, or the title match, because the title match should close the show considering the hype that Cody well, brought into this. That's true. However, comma, I think it was one of the situations of Cody A 
you don't want to put any one promotions title since the ROH title was on the line too. You don't want to make one seem like it's more okay. important than the other. Good point with that. I'll give you that. And also, I think it's a situation where Cody was one of the people who was putting this whole thing together. He didn't want to get that Jeff Jarrett book, uh, I label of, I'm going to put myself in the main event and win the title. Well, and that's why I thought, that that part makes sense to me, because that's why I thought like the Young Bucks went to last, and they, and they sacrificed ring time for this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was the you golden like elite, Kota Ibushi, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson versus Rey Mysterio Jr., Phoenix, and Bandito. A uh, fun match. Rey was, Mysterio looked great. Oh, Rey Mysterio looks like he's reversed his age 15 years. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's like, is that is that him under the mask? I well, mean, he's, I'm, he's I'm, lost, like, I'm like, is that the same tattoos? <laughs> he's lost all that muscle. Yeah. You know, so now he's down to his high-flying weight again, which I'm so happy about. Um, again, I, it sends the crowd home happy, but it was a relatively simple match. It was, it was, it was fun. It was just kind of simple. Yeah. And that's why I wouldn't have closed the show with this. Well, I would have gone with Kenny and uh, Pentagon. But but I think this was done, I think, to give the other matches more time. and Because you did have, I mean, like, because the ref was, that. like, you know, basically giving them cues. Cause, you know, right. But, but, I mean, every wrestler in it, that has wrestled on televised wrestling at all is aware of how that works. So it's not like this was something where they're like, oh, well, we have, we've got to be super careful, guys. We've got to be super careful. You know, these guys understand these time limits and whatnot. And I think you know they could have made some sacrifices probably on the show. Some, oh, some we didn't of the even talk about a match. The opening match we didn't even talk about. And I feel like I feel like we could have it, just based on whether, how much I enjoyed things. You could have gotten you could have killed the first match, Matt Cross and uh, Friedman. You could have you could have just gotten rid of that because I just didn't care. Um, you could have gotten rid of this. I honestly didn't care about the street fight. Well, I didn't care at all. I, I think, you know, one of the things I always complain about with like certain pay-per-views and, you know, because WWE runs long now because they don't have that restriction on time is in this situation obviously they do but uh, the whole Joey Ryan penis fiasco like do we really need all that stuff yeah and I, I, we didn't even reference reference that and <laughs> I don't care about that everybody's online talking about how great it is and how funny it is and people referencing the Attitude Era if this is what you remember from the Attitude Era and this is what you want them to go back to I'm really happy we're not yeah you know? yeah because um, I just thought it was stupid I mean don't get me wrong Kenny uh, Joey Ryan's shtick is funny sometimes to me but at the same time, it wears a little thin, and I just don't I, I don't find the humor like, in everybody if, else. If this was, and pardon the use of term, if this was the climax of it, mm-hmm. like that, I hope we would be done with this. Yeah, but 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 it's just but see that that that's where you lose time with this with this ridiculousness with these long entrances where the guys are coming out and stalling. It's like you know, it's like dang it, like you, you got to show you're tight on time to begin with. This isn't a house show, you know. This isn't you know the network where you have unlimited time. You know, and so I, I think that's some of that, and then it, it bit him in the end. You know, but they, they but they came out afterwards and said, you know, and whatever they're setting up for that she didn't announce an all in two because they probably want to look at the numbers, right? You know, Which I mean, this. it's sold out, so they know they made money there. I mean, uh, yeah, at the I, game, I understand yeah. they did reasonably good uh, ratings on WGN America for uh, about one hundred fifteen thousand. It was you know eighty fifth for that day or whatever. Um, so I mean, you, you know, know, but I mean, considering you know it's WGN and everything, it's not. Yeah, you know, yeah. But yeah. it was sitting at national. But I am curious on what what the buy rate is going to be for that. What you know, are they going to make money on that? You know, because I I don't know like how soon you find out because I'm sure everybody's going to want to know if that way if it's a great number, these people see they can compete with the WWE. I'm trying to find the exact number real quick. I have it on here. Hang on one second. It is viewership. No, that's not the right one. That's viewership for the Raw Labor Day edition. I don't care. There it is. All in zero hour viewership number. And if the internet ever works, I will inform you people as to the number. It is very slow for some reason. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, 196,000. Oh, wow. Okay. It's almost 200,000. So, I, yeah, the overnight rating. So, that that's even better. Yeah. 
No, it's not bad at all. When you're considering that they're <laughs> averaging more than impact, that's not bad. Yeah. So uh, seriously, it's not a bad number for them at all. Considering well, you know, a, a, a one-time show, you know, that had a lot of hype behind it. Yeah. And, and I don't know how many people even knew that they even had a pre-show. I thought I thought you know, it's, it's, so that I, that's a good. Number I didn't for really them. know until that day. So I mean, you know, it was kind of one of those yeah. things where uh, I would have been caught by surprise as well. But I mean, again, overall, I thought the show was fine, but. The, uh, you it, know. it just, I guess, in for me, with all the hype it had going into it, all in, and everybody was so excited, and it was a big, big, huge promotional push and everything. I came out of it going, yeah, that, that was it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it was a bad show. I just expected it to to feel bigger, and some of the matches really let me down. And I expected this to be. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. I've enjoyed almost every takeover event more than I did this. Now, part of that, I'm sure, is having to be more invested in some of the characters. I, and I, I think there's some of that. Some of that is definitely some of that is definitely that. But I can tell you right now that I remember watching New uh, New Japan Wrestle Kingdom 12. I think it was, and I watched that one, and I enjoyed that more than this. And I had no investment in any of those. Yeah, guys. yeah. That's where I fell in love with Shinsuke Nakamura back before he joined WWE. And so it's it's one of the situations where I had nothing invested in that show, and I liked that one more than I liked this one. I, I mean, I, I thought over oh, overall, overall uh, the, the show was positive. It was good. You, you know, I'm not like, good. oh my god. Like, I mean, if you love the, the independent style, a lot of high spots and just a lot of spots, especially with like a Young Bucks match and, and the and the Cody Rhodes and the Nick Galley's match, um, you know, it, it's perfect. And if you love the silliest, you know, silliness, you know, we talked about you know, the Attitude Era, then with Joey Ryan and the penises and you know what you do. Which you know, it's a word that we don't use in this show. But oh my, you know, like, do we really need? Like, cause, could you imagine? No, we didn't need it. You, you know, if 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 you know, like back in the Bell Venus days, and they roll that out, like, okay, it's funny, but like, you know, when you go back and watch the stuff of the Attitude Era now, the people say it was so great. Like some of the booking was no, just. I, I to this day, I maintain that while the Attitude Era had some of the best stuff we'd ever seen, it was not overall that good. You no. go back, go back and try and make yourself watch an entire episode of Monday Night Raw during the Attitude Era. There is some crap in there, and it is awful in a lot of places. Some, some cringeworthy segments, it, it, and the wrestling was short. It became you know more of the the comedy stuff. You know, I mean, some of the Mark Henry stuff was funny. Okay, yeah, well, you, no, you I know. mean, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying there's nothing to enjoy, but a there was a ton of filler. Like yeah. people, people forget about the filler because they only remember the high points. They forget about the filler. There was a ton of filler, and there was some really bad, stupid writing. And there was and there were some guys in there who never really should have been given a chance. I'm he, sorry, Ahmed Johnson sucks. Like I go back and try to watch it, and I'm like, why is this guy ever being given a chance? You know, before the Attitude Era, because because he was somebody that came, right. you know, then he got in, he got injured a lot. He was injury prone right. was part of the problem. Uh, he came across as a legit, you know, tough guy. Oh, he came across as a legit tough guy. Until he got hurt. But even here's the thing: even before he got hurt, the bell had to ring. And once the bell rings, he's not that great. I no. mean, don't get me wrong. He still looks like a badass. He just doesn't look like a good wrestler. Well, the, the, the Nation feud, uh, yeah, you no. know, like when he had the feud with Goldust, because that was like, oh, my gosh, because that was that was like, you want to talk about attitude error over the line when Goldust did mouth to mouth on him. Goldust, early <laughs> Goldust is some of the, is, is some boundary pushing stuff. Yeah. You know, like you forget, we see Goldust now and we remember him fondly in his movie segments and whatnot. But man, if you go back to early gold dust, there is some uncomfortable stuff. There's stuff with the Undertaker that they even had to edit for Raw because yeah. it was a bit extreme because because yeah. Undertaker was out and Gold Dust. Oh, I remember. Yeah, he got, a lot, he got a lot of trouble for that, and Undertaker wasn't happy about it either. Whew. So uh, yeah, so there's that. So that's all in. Um, moving on from that, we'll just kind of hit you with some high points from this week. Uh, we had Raw. 
Braun Strowman giving his reasoning for whatnot. You know, and the funny part about all this is Braun Strowman's reasoning for siding with McIntyre and Ziggler makes him a babyface. He was attacked three-on-one after he told Roman Reigns he was going to cash in ahead of time, right? So he he he's attacked three on one. So then he decides to get some backup. Yeah, How does that make help. him a heel? How does that make him a heel? It doesn't in my mind. Yeah, you know? uh, it, lo- logic is uh, in this storyline has been out the window. But they clearly established that in um. Well, I'm trying to think of the match. I was going to reference at one point because I was talking about how they're. Oh, the Charlotte Becky thing from SmackDown. Yeah. I'll just jump over to that real quick. Because, again, one of the high points of SmackDown good was, segment. was the promos there. Yeah. The sit-down interviews. Oh, they were so good. They're so good. They they came across not, not as baby face and heel because I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. But they came across traction. as the two of them having legitimate gripes with each other and having a personal issue over the title belt, over the title, right? And they both made really good points at each other. So they're not forcing the fans to so – you have to root for her and you have to boo her because we know the fans won't. There will be some fans who will cheer Charlotte. The majority of them will cheer Becky. That's the way it'll go. They did that segment. I mean, when she talked it, they they you could just hear the cheers. Yeah, and I mean, and that's the thing. Don't try and force the fans to boo Becky because they're not going to. She shied away this week from the blaming the fans and blah, 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 because it just doesn't work. Yeah. They're not going to turn on her. They did the same thing with Braun Strowman this week where he tried to say, oh, the fans and blah, blah, blah. We tried to take shots at the fans. No. It doesn't work. The fans are going to cheer Strowman. But the problem is that in doing this sort of thing and trying to push it down their throats and give them ro- and force them to like Roman, which they don't want to do, you are for- then you're then you start getting fans to get be apathetic, and they're like, ugh, you know. And I think that all shows later in the night when we had the Shield in that big moment where they were going to face off with Strowman and Ziggler and McIntyre, and then they got jumped by a bunch of other people. It was a pretty vicious beatdown of the yeah. Shield. Throwing and him into the ambulance and uh, Seth you know, got Seth, a cut yeah. on his arm, and I mean, D- Dean took a beating and went. I mean, it looked it looked rough. It yeah. was it was a good beatdown. It was a really good beatdown. But two issues: one, forcing the crowd to play the babyface heel thing the wrong way has made them apathetic. There was very little noise for that beatdown. Yeah, there was no boos. There was you know, I mean, there were here and there, but it was not. This should have been a resounding. This should have been booze raining down upon Strowman and company, and it just wasn't. And Strowman kept looking for them, but they just wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that's the, you know, like if it was Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre, like maybe if you take Braun maybe. out of that equation, I think I think the crowd would be booing more because you know you kind of want to hate them right now. You don't want to hate Braun. You don't have a reason nope. to hate him. Nope, I agree. You know, I I think by the way, and I I made this prediction last week because um, you know Braun turning in his briefcase to uh, boring Corbin is that. Um, Corbin is going to like be the possessor of the briefcase. Yeah, he's going to somehow use it. And, and, and somehow use it. Uh, that's a, possi- it's a distinct possibility. So that way, either, either like, say, Braun wins the title, maybe Corbin's getting pinned until Reigns doesn't lose the title. Oh, he, he didn't lose the title. You know, that kind of thing. Or, maybe. you know, I, I don't see Braun. Just, there's going to be some shenanigans with that. Right. Because uh, Corbin's been putting his presence on there. And- I halfway thought that um, what will end up happening is that he'll they'll make the match or whatever. And I mean, this is really going outside the line. So I mean, they'd have to be careful how they tell this. Yeah. But he gave the briefcase over to Corbin, and they have to show that there's some kind of coercion between the two, because what could happen is Roman technically wins the match, and then the briefcase gets cashed in, and Braun beats him after the match. I can see that happening too. It's like, well, I'm going to give you this title match, but you didn't cash in. I can right, see that, that too. That I can see been. Corbin as a heel authority figure spinning yeah. that story and everything. Um, again, they'd have to be careful how they tell it because they've got to make it 
You, and this is one of the things ahead of time you have to make us give a hint that there's some coercion there. So it's not all of a sudden like you're just scrambling to make a story work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But again, I, I, I so anyways, that was, I felt like that was wrong with the way they're playing the angle there. Well, the stupid arrest angle. Can we stop that? Oh, yeah, I know. I know. At least hey, give they're it a, back. At least, at least they, give it a break for a while. Bail. Yeah. You, you at know. least give it a break for a while. And um, there was that. And I didn't like all the people coming out to jump Roman and company simply because why? Yeah. Doesn't make any sense. Why? If Roman and company, if Dean had never gotten hurt and the shield had the run they were supposed to have when at first, right? And they were running through people and laying out heels and this, that, and the other thing. And then this sort of thing happened. Makes more sense. Now it makes no sense. Well, they I, just I, jumped them. I think it's just a, hey, they're faces, so all these heels right, don't like Right, but that's them. stupid. Yeah, because they're forcing the issue. Today, especially in today's world. Right, they're forcing the issue. Especially in today's world, it doesn't work that they're just good guys, so the bad guys well, are going to Well, I know it took like... Because then every other time that there's a fight like this, why don't all the heels come out and beat the guy up? Yeah. And I maintain, and then I maintain this issue. It makes the, it makes the other baby faces on the brand look stupid. Because if it's the thing where all the heels are going to come out and beat you up, then why aren't the other baby faces coming? Yeah, out? like when they first, like when the first happened, and they all came out. Like, okay, it was fine a little bit. There's some of that I don't always like because you really like you got like uh, one guy holding back Braun Strowman, right, or whatever. Right. Why like, if something on. if something had happened to trigger them turning on the shield, as opposed to them just being out there and it turns yeah. into a thing, you know, like. I, I almost kind of hoped we were maybe getting some kind of big stable forming, but it just doesn't seem that way. It just seems like it's just a bunch of random guys uh, yeah. that got put out there. Like you said, the heels came out to beat up the baby faces. And, and it only took the shield like a minute to dispose of them all anyways the first time around. You yeah. Know, when they- yeah. But I get it. You want the shield to look strong and everything, and I understand that. And they ended up getting their butts handed to them in the, end, in the long run. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't love it. Kevin Owens basically coming back. Hey, I quit. Yeah, he was gone for a whole week. That was impressive. Like, like no selling on that whatsoever. Uh, I, I didn't like the B team losing. I, I get with it because, it, you know, now they're going to have a match with the Shield or whatever. Stupid. But it's bad. They could have a match with the Shield without the title exactly. being involved. You just last week had the Revival set up like they were going to be the challengers for the titles. And then all of a sudden we go, nope, never mind. And all of a sudden it's McIntyre and Ziggler. Yeah, win the title out of nowhere. Well, yeah, I mean they reference it, but they didn't really get into it. Right, said, but that's yeah. my thing is we breeze past the story. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like so, where the revival? What's happening in the yeah. rival now? You know, and that's that's just so stupid. You did nothing to benefit either tag team. No, just so you could get a short term story with the Shield and McIntyre and Ziggler, which makes no sense because they don't need the freaking titles. No, they don't. They've got a personal issue since they sided with Strowman. Yeah, and so now you're, now you're wasting the tag team division again. Again, uh, yeah. Again. And yeah, the poor B team of the situation, who I've come to like, and, and I, I felt yeah, bad. I, I, I felt bad for them when they lost. I didn't feel bad that they lost. It just would have meant more if there had been any kind of setup whatsoever to it. And, and they and they got crushed. Yeah, which, which as they should. But unfortunately, um, when they face each other, the uh, speaking of tag teams, Bella Twins looked awful. That ring, was a really ring, rough ring match. rust on uh, Nikki on both of them. Yeah, Brie and, and, Nikki, and Brie, they both I mean, looked yeah, rough. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was not good. I'm no. really hoping they tune up some because man, that was that was not good. And, and what's Brie? I thought she was a SmackDown wrestler. She's on Raw. I, don't know. I think she's it's the whole John Cena effect. You can go wherever yeah, you yeah, want. I, I guess, feel yeah. like. Um, right squad. Uh, but Chad Gable and Bobby Roode are a team. Chad Gable, yeah. by the way, is great. I said, oh, yeah, I love Chad Gable, but I see absolutely zero chemistry between those two. No, I so it, I, I don't like them as a tag team. But what else can you do with those guys? Unfortunately, Any, body, anything yeah. else? <laughs> anything else? Give heel. them a personal reason to feud. Yeah. Let them feud. Turn Root heel for Christ's sake! 
I'm tired of them fighting. Why are they so... I don't understand on the May roster why they are so opposed to the natural disposition of these characters. Rude is 1,000% a heel. Bobby Lashley is a heel. Roman Reigns is a heel. Just use them that way. Well, I think Roman Reigns just isn't liked overall. Just right, but b- you can other make, than like but here's 50, the thing. You know, 10-year-olds. It's so funny because they have all those people who are like, oh, well, if he becomes a heel, then he'll be a cool heel. And like, you know, then all the people who booed him will now cheer for him. Okay. He'd still be more successful. I, you wouldn't have him forcing him down people's throats as far as people hating that. Like, just either put him as a heel so people can boo him naturally or put him as a heel and let people do the cool heel thing with him. And then you can turn him back face eventually. Just stop fighting. And why make Strowman a freaking... Mo- uh, uh, it just makes no sense, Dave. I get so frustrated watching this sometimes. Um, uh, ALP with their new... Um, yeah, um, uh, Drake Maverick, uh, who I don't hate. <laughs> completely oversized. I don't hate Drake Maverick as their manager. Drake Maverick is a hell of a talker, and he can he can really sell some stories. That will help them out. That's how, Paul, help them that's how Paul Ellering worked for them in NXT. It'll help them a lot, but I wish he would take the Paul Ellering approach. If he Paul Ellering always just wore a suit. Yeah, he needs right? to get rid of that outfit. The outfit needs to go. The outfit needs to go because he's going to be because it's going to become a comedy thing. After it, a little it, while. It's almost like did they put him in the wash? I mean, it's just it's just it's almost <laughs> like Spike Dudley was to the Dudley boys. Yeah. and I don't need that because Spike always came across as the runty, you know, goofy little brother. But I he, don't need that with it, Drake. But he did the spots and Spike could wrestle right, for sure. Well, oh, Drake can wrestle, but but, but the thing is, I don't need it. Drake yeah. to wrestle. Let these guys be their own thing, and Drake just be their mouthpiece. Like that's all we need. Yeah. Um, but I am happy to see they're doing something with those guys. Yeah. Michaels came out, cut a kind of, eh, I mean, it was a fine promo, until The Undertaker came out, then it became a great promo. That was awesome. This this is one of the better promos I can remember that involving being said, these guys in a long time. That being said, I have zero desire to see another Shawn Michaels Undertaker match. <sighs> but that's what it opened it up to, and I was kind of and frustrated. I don't freaking we, we, want it. We don't need it, but who else is The Undertaker going to fight? I'd rather see Michaels fight AJ or Daniel I, Exactly. How are you not going to do that? You ha- if you actually are able to talk There's Michaels a story into with one those more guys. match, yeah. If you're actually able to talk him into one more match, how do you not make it with one of the two guys, one of the two best wrestlers you have on the roster, one of whom has a personal connection of being trained by Shawn Michaels and a personal issue on television? Yeah, I just don't understand. I don't need another Undertaker match. No. The only thing I can sell, the only thing I'd say is I feel like they're doing this to sell an Undertaker Shawn Michaels match. Um, like maybe that'll be Undertaker's last match at WrestleMania the last time. In that regard, I'd be okay with it. I, I'm not crazy looking well, forward I, to it, I, but I'd be okay. I, I don't know who else you. I mean, he could wrestle at that point. I, I don't. Cause I, I mean, it's bad enough. I'm not looking forward to the Triple H match that they're trying to set up for the, oh the Australia God, no. Super Show. Oh you know, it's like that's the focus. We're doing this because you know we're not going to put the title. Which, on you the know line what? I I got to tell you this: the Super Showdown match thing, whatever it is. Um. I want to be excited for this, but I feel like it's going to end up being just like the greatest Royal Rumble. It's going to feel like a house show. And I don't want that. If you're going to do this, make it feel like a pay-per-view to a degree. Make it feel important. Make it feel like it matters. Because if you make it feel like a house show, I'm going to go, meh, I don't need to watch it. Because well, it, like the, you get the, the first one, the like greatest Royal Rumble, fine. You, you got me with that one. I got fooled because it felt like a house show. Uh, some of it was enjoyable. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't yeah, enjoyable, yeah. but house shows are enjoyable, but I don't want to sit around and watch them on my television. I'll go see a house show. 
um, if this if this if I come out of this feeling like I watched a house show, I'm not watching any more of these specials. It's just not happening. Uh, but that they, they do have. It's an interesting card. I get, I'll run through it quickly. It's ten uh, matches. Ten so, matches. Yes, yeah, yeah. so we got Andre Triple H, uh, Cena, and Bobby Lashley teaming up to fight Owens and Elias. Daniel Bryan versus The Miz for a number one contender match. Okay, so that's intriguing. The Shield versus Braun Strowman, Ziggler, and, and Drew. Uh, Ronda and the Bellas taking on the Riot Squad. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe for the title. Cedric Alexander, Buddy Murphy. Hey, I see them. Cruiserweight title match. New Day taking on uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. Oscar uh, and Naomi. I see Oscar back versus the Iconics and Charlotte versus Becky. Now I, I know, mean, I, I know, I know they got Hell in the Cell and then they got Evolution. All that's a lot going on. When is the Super Showdown thing? October six. And when is Evolution? Do you e- remember? Evolution is October twenty eighth. And then Hell in a Cell is... That's coming up in like in two weeks. Uh, yeah. Hell in a okay, Cell Okay, so is, within uh, a month time frame, we have three shows again. Yeah, now it could be. Okay, so September 16th, so that means next week's will be our Hell in a Cell preview, is that, um, you know, so there's going to be some rematches here. So maybe, you know, I hope we don't get some, you know... It just I, All of this makes me feel yeah. like Super Showdown is just going to be a house show. And I don't probably, want that. Yeah. And I don't want that. And I, you're right. It probably will be. And I don't want that because I have no motivation to watch the thing. Because I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not generally going to see five star matches on house shows. Nah. Um, you're just going to get a lot of send the, send the crowd home happy stuff, which I just don't. I don't need that. I mean, that's fine for a house show. But like, if I'm watching televised wrestling, I want storyline. I want the drama. But you do get the, Styles and Samoa Joe storyline. Yeah, but is that is that going to is that going to be a, a real match from them, or is this going to be a working out the kinks for our match at, uh, you know, what, Hell in a Cell? Well, Hell in a Cell is before this, yeah. Uh, yeah or is I'll... this just going to be a, we're the house show circuit where we're still doing this? Well, and you got Daniel Bryan and The Miz in the meaningful match. And you got a couple of tag yeah, matches. Yeah, I get it, but I don't see, see... And they, that's where these things are weird to me, because, again, we're getting rematches within, like, two weeks of each other. Yeah. And the, it, a lot of them are rematches. Well, 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 Hell in a Cell, they do have the, the tag match, The Miz and, and Daniel Bryan. Right, right, so. right. But, I mean, we just had Miz and Daniel Bryan at... No, I don't mind these guys wrestling again. Yeah. I enjoyed their match at SummerSlam. Well, no, I did too, but my thing is that I, they're going to wrestle again, and I feel like Daniel Bryan's not getting his win back at Super Showdown. No, because he'll probably happening. get a king of the rain. Oh, hey, we could beat you this way. And so, then. I don't know. I want to I, I want to be excited for it. I'm just not sure. Anyways, the Taker promo was really, really good. Yeah. Um, those two guys cut a great promo together. Yeah. Um, probably since the last time they cut promos yeah. together, <laughs> and, and, and and nobody cares. But uh, uh, what I forgot her name. All Dana, Dana Brooke, Brooke with yeah, the uh, yeah. Titus Worldwide. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, nobody cares. No. Uh, yeah, Kevin Owens showed back up, and then that was it. That was it for all. Yeah. Really. Um, SmackDown. Only big things to talk about there really were Daniel Bryan and the Miz continuing that storyline. I thought this was pretty good. Um, I did like that Miz seemed to be outsmarting Daniel Bryan most of the evening. Oh, we're at dinner. We're not there. Yeah. So they show up to dinner, and <laughs> Miz and them show back up at the arena. And like, that oh, was kind of cool. Because I thought for sure I was like, I was like, okay, well, Daniel Bryan and them. Are, first of all, though, I got to say this. Daniel Bryan and, and his wife yeah. are idiots for telling the announcer, oh, we're going to go get Italian dinner after knowing that Miz and, and Maurice are in an Italian restaurant. Why put your plan out there, you moron? Why put your plan out there? I just want I want one heel to like to counter a baby face's plan one time because I want him to be like, you know I watched the show, right? <laughs> like that's what I want him to do to like almost break that fourth wall and be like, I watched this show. So you said right into the camera what you were going to do. You're an idiot. Like that would I'd laugh so hard they'd instantly become my favorite wrestler. It was like um I feel like that kind of happened with. Uh, well, we had Samoa Joe. Hey, I'm going to the barbecue on a Tuesday right. at your house, and right. obviously they they kind of you know was did, it do um, that. was it a uh, was it Batista with Triple H 
Remember when Triple H was trying to well, oh, roundabout like, him whole, with evolution? Yeah, and yeah, it was kind and of obvious. It, yeah, it, Batista <laughs> knew about it ahead of time and yeah. jumped him. I don't know that he ever said it, but the logic was there of like, yeah, I watched the show. I know <laughs> yeah. about all the crap you say around the cameras when I'm not there. Like that's how it felt. Yeah, you know, it's and it's like, like I just want one wrestler to acknowledge that. Be like, there's cameras everywhere, <laughs> you idiot. Watch what you say. Like it would have been fine if he had said they were leaving. Right, but don't say yeah. they're going to get Italian dinner or something like that. Like the Alexa Bliss like backstage segment with uh, when she was uh, talking about Nia Jax. I give <laughs> I give that one a pass simply because they set it up as she was set for promo or yeah. an interview, and it wasn't time yet. So yeah. she was standing around waiting for the interview. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, the mics are hot. Right. Oh, so yeah. I get that. I, I can understand that from the perspective of like we can we can sell that like it was a technical snafu that Alexa got caught, caught in. But the problem is it happens all the time with right in front of a camera. It, it was, it was like it. you know the GTV days. You yeah. Know, almost. You, you, you know yeah. When the segments Which were we like, never got to pay off. Yeah. On. Tom Green probably. Didn't, um, they, didn't they say that uh, what's his face was responsible? Tom Green. No, I mean on television. Didn't they say Hornswoggle was? No, that, no, he was the raw general manager. He was the raw general manager. That's right. What a god! With the laptop, that yeah, was. that was terrible. Well, what are we gonna do? Oh, Hornswoggle. Uh, he did have the Rusev day uh, defeating the Usos in Sanity. Yeah, I know. didn't like that actually. Uh, that's happening. Rusev day one. It's like just it had to be. Why Sanity? Uh, why Sanity? Why why didn't Sanity win? Why get why not give me Sanity in the new day for the titles? Three man versus three man, like in that oh. regard, you've got the outside factor gets negated because you got a guy on either side. Like I would have liked that, but no, I'm I'm getting Rusev Day, who I just don't see as a team. I, well, They're two I, guys who hang out and call themselves a team, but they don't come across like a team. But I, I, I like their friendship, though. I'm fine with their friendship. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, friendship I'm glad without... they worked it out because you because Aiden English had nothing. But here's the thing. They just worked it out last week, and all of a sudden we're doing the tag title match for them. Again, they don't feel like a team. They feel like two buddies, which is fine. I'm fine with them being two friends and having the friendship and everything. I like it, too. Doesn't mean they have to be challenging for the tag team titles. Well, maybe the bar can win next week. Why didn't the bar? Yeah, they better win. <laughs> they freaking better. <laughs> They freaking better, man. Um, for the first time I can remember, um, our truth winning a match. I yeah, can't, I can't remember the last. Which time Which was fine. Match. I mean, it was a distraction he, by Daniel Bryan. Yeah, well, yeah, he's not like going to win like cleanly, you know. Uh, AJ Styles beat up uh, Samoa Joe's great. Oscar came back. Uh, Daniel Bryan had a decent match with Andretti almost. I didn't like the end part though, where they had them both in the uh, yes lock. I was fine with it, but I, they're going to need to heat him up later. Yeah, yeah. But you know, but he is getting good heat. I mean, you are, you know, he's he's getting high profile matches. I mean, you know, if he's losing those kind of matches, I'm fine with that. Although I didn't like the previous week because he was in the yes lock for it seemed like an eternity and they didn't tap out. <laughs> yeah, this week, well, it's a different story. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, uh, two hundred five live. Uh, I did, there's only one match. The match just uh, uh, the guy. I'm gonna totally butcher his name. Uh, Grand Metalik versus uh, Tony Nese. That's close. Grand Metalik. You're, yeah, you're close. Yeah. It was better than earlier, guys. Trust me. Yeah, this, this he was watch- calling. He was like, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, Frank or something. And I was like, Yeah, no, Dave. <laughs> um, That's the match to watch. You skip the rest of the show. Um, I will say that I saw the uh, first round of the May Young Classic. And you know what? Go out of your way to watch it. I enjoyed this one more than uh day than the second round or than the second time of the UK tournament. Yeah. Um yeah. it's 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 pretty good. There's actually a lot of good ladies in this. Uh, I enjoy uh some of the characters and whatnot. Um you had uh let's see, the ones I would recommend you watch are I'll go with Rhea Rhea Ripley versus uh MJ Jenkins. Uh Rhea was in the last year's tournament and she was good, yeah. but she wasn't she was very green, very, very green. Um, she's grown up a lot. It seems like her character's kind of changed a bit. She's 22 years old, 
she's got a presence. She's 5'8 and like 150 pounds or something like that. So she's a, a muscular, bigger lady. Um, but she's gorgeous and she's very athletic. Uh, but she's that was a fun little match right there. And uh, the best match of the night was Mako Sanamora versus Killer Kelly in a first round match. Oh, that was really good. Like Mako, you may not be familiar with her, but she's been wrestling forever. Her first, I think her first, she may, I think her first U.S. appearance was back in WCW. Wow. Yeah, she's been wrestling for a long time. Uh, I think she was on Monday, uh, 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 Monday Night Nitro at one point. Um, but she, uh, she's been wrestling for a long time. Big, big, strong style Japanese uh, women's wrestler and everything. Um, yeah, she was in WCW in 96, 97. Yeah, so, so that shows you how long she, she's she was been in a wrestling. tournament at, uh, you know, for the women's title back then. Yep. And, but she is fantastic to watch. She's, if you like Asuka, like the Asuka that we saw prior to her losing at WrestleMania, um, then you'll like Mako. And her match is really, really good. And she's one to watch through this. I think, I think that's, that's a lot of fun. Uh, through this whole thing. But again, fun fun thing. I think it flies by pretty quickly. They do a good job with the women, some good characters, and I uh, really enjoyed the show. Yeah, so I'm looking forward out. to more of it. Um, was the Lacey Lane match and uh, Vanessa Craven any good? It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Nothing nothing bad about it. It was fine. Um, Lacey Lane, I think one thing that will hold her back is she reminds me too much of Ember Moon. I could see that with the hair and everything. The hair and her. I mean, she comes and, and out outfit, with the hood yeah. and the, the mask and everything. I mean, it's pretty similar. It kind of looks like a Mortal Kombat character. Yeah, similar. <laughs> similar. Um, the only thing I'll say against Lacey Lane is that uh, she needs to. Austin says this all the time on his podcast when he's talking about people. She needs to layer in because she throws elbows and like forearms and stuff. Yeah. And they don't. It doesn't look like she's even making connection. It looks really weak. And there's a few moments where had that happened, it would have fired up the crowd big time. And I mean, they were behind her. Yeah. But there was a few times where if you had just been firing in your shots, your crowd would have really, really gotten behind you. But it just kind of felt lackluster. Um, but overall, it was good. Uh, and I, I, again, I really like some of the characters this time around. So I think it's, it's worth watching. Um, and then you had NXT. The big thing to watch from that, Johnny Gargano versus Velveteen Dream. Felt like a takeover match. It was fantastic. Go out of your way to watch which, it. Which is great awesome. for an NXT show, so I'm going to have to check it out. So I haven't yeah. got to that yet. Yep. Uh, there was that. We got the debut of uh, the Forgotten Sons, Steve Cutler and Wesley Blake. You might remember Wesley Blake from Blake and Murphy, the tag team. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So uh, with Jackson Riker, who was, I can't remember his name now, Gunner in uh, TNA. He yeah. was Gunner in TNA. And I've always liked that guy. I got to meet him personally and talk with him for a bit because uh, when I was working for uh, Independent Promotions doing commentary, I got to watch, I got to um, uh, talk to him uh, after calling one of his matches, which was great, against a wrestler named Aiden Chambers. And um, very fun match. You should go find it. It's a fusion wrestling event. But the um, <clears throat> it was a lot of fun. Cool guy. Lots of talent. And just could not be a humbler dude. So I was really happy to see him finally debut in NXT. And they're kind of keeping him mysterious. Like, they don't have a lot of details about him, but he's a menacing presence out there with the Forgotten Sons tag team. And uh, I kind of like it. So the debut was fine. Uh, looking forward to more from those guys. Um, and really, uh, Kyrie saying we got a little bit from her. But seriously, the only thing you need to see from that show, Velveteen Dream, Johnny Gargano. Go yeah. out of your way to see it. Fantastic. So that's it. That's the week of wrestling, man. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. But I feel like we got through it at a we relatively did. good pace. Yeah. So. And then next week, uh, ooh, hell in the cell. Yeah. I don't think we have any questions this week from listeners. I think we had one on Thursday, but I think you guys got to that over the weekend. Uh, I, I will look and see if anybody wrote in about. Um, I don't think they uh, did. Yeah, I, I'm curious. You know, because I, I did post, and some people said they were going to watch the All in Pay Per View, but then we didn't ever get a lot of feedback on. No, that. we haven't. No, nothing, nothing. 
Just getting SoundCloud notifications for people listening and liking the show, which is good. Keep doing that, please, by all means. Share, share, share. It's what we tell you all the time. Um, but seriously, let us know what you thought of the All In Show. We'd like to hear your opinions as well. Uh, ESPR at FM99.com. Let us know what you thought. We are very interested in that. And then, um, by the way, you know, we got lots of other ways to reach us, of course, Facebook and Twitter and everything, so make sure you do all that. And find us online. And if you find us on iTunes or anything like that, please give us a five-star rating and a review. Those things help us move up the charts. And, again, if you listen to the show, if you like the show, we ask that you share and tell your friends. Uh, that helps us grow as a show, and we're able to do more that way. So please, 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 please help us out with that regard. So until next week, when I guess it's the preview show, right? Yeah, preview, preview show for Helen so We'll get to that on episode 66. <laughs> if only it was one more six in there. It would work out perfectly. Yeah. But, yeah. So we're, I'm going to find a way. So <laughs> I'll, hmm. I'll make it work somehow, Dave. All right. We'll find a way uh, next week on Eat, Sleep, Podcast, Repeat. <laughs>